The good Arab Shabbos, Parshas, um, Emor, um, whatever Chazor Hashem we're up to now, 28, 29, we're um, holding on the, to come towards the last part of Memor, the date, the last two dots, where it says, It's about 10, 12 lines up. Um, we said in the Mishnah, that one of the things which the Tanakhama says, you make Shahakal on, are and Rabbi Huda says, you don't make uh, Shahakal on them, seemingly you don't make Shahakal on them, because they're a min kalala. So the Gemara says, Bala Noblis, my Noblis, what are Noblis? Rabbi Zeir and Rabbi Da, Rabbi Zeir and Rabbi Da, Kazam once said, Bushle Kamara, it is uh, dates which have been growing on the tree and got burnt um, by, the, by the sun, and therefore they're not particularly Gishmaka uh, dates. The Chazam and the other one says, Tamri Dezikah. They are dates which have been blown off before they, presumably before they became ripe, they were blown off the tree by the wind. So says the Gemara, Tanam, we know Tanam Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Koshu min Kalada, Eim Rebarachinolov. Anything which is a type of Kalada has been damaged, has been cursed, one doesn't make a bracha at all on it. Vishlam on the Mamza Omar Bushli Kamro, that's fine according to the one who says that we're talking about here, this which should be burnt by the sun. I can understand why you call it a min kalala, because they've been damaged, they were Gashmaka date, they've now been dried out, dried out by the sun. That's a min kalala. But according to the one who says that these noblos are not dates which should be burnt by the sun, they are dates which have been blown off by the wind. So my min kalala, what do you mean a type of kalala? Because it's been blown off the wind, it's a type of kalala, what does that mean? Says the Gemara Elachami Asha'ara. According to this Manda Omar, we said that the Noblos are dates which have been blown off by the wind. So we are talking about here, um, when, when, when Rabbi Yoda says, Kalshul in Kalala, he's not talking about the Noblos. He's talking about the other cases in the Mishnah, such as the vinegar, possibly the locust. Those are the Min Kalala. But the Noblos Elachami, he agrees with the Tanakama of those who make Sha'akal, because they're not the Min Kalala. Continues on the Gemara. Ikadah, the others say, that the questioning goes like this. Vishlam on the man's arm of Bushle Kamara, it's fine according to the one who says it's the dates which have been burnt on the, on the tree. So I can understand why you make a shahakal on them. No. Because they grow on the trees, you say very pure, but they've been damaged, so no, they're downgraded to a shahakal. But according to the one who says we're talking about dates which have been blown off the tree, shahakal. You make shahakal on them, very pure, you should, be able, you should be able to make very free ice them. Why should you need They grow on the tree. They've blown off now. You can want to eat them. So you should have to make very free ice. They obviously reached a, 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 a late enough stage that they are called a pre. We discussed earlier what, what, uh, tomorrow earlier about what stage is called a pre. But, El Obanoblos, Thomas, and Gomorrah, you're right. When we're talking about stum noblos like Hamishnah, when it just calls them noblos, Kuleyama, Lopaliki, Debushle, Kamran, Nehu. Everyone agrees that noblos without any other specification, refers to dates which have been burnt by the sun, which have been dried out by the sun. And that's why the Tanakhama says you make shahakal on them, because they've been damaged, and therefore they've been reduced to a shahakal. And Rabbi Yudha says, no, that's a min kalala, it's even worse, they've been damaged, therefore you don't make any broth on them at all. That, that everyone agrees with. Kiyipaliki, when do they argue for noblest tomorrow? Whereas the Mishnah refers to not a stump noblest, noblest tomorrow. Why does it not just say noblest? It says noblest tomorrow. That's where they disagree. This number that we learned in the Mishnah, in the, the first Mishnah in Demai. Remember what is Demai? Demai is produce of an Amor Oret. 
Remember, any produce which goes in Eretz Yisrael is subject to trumas, the chiyav of trumas, and maestros, etc., etc. And if I buy my produce from a chole, something I know is particular, I can trust he would never let anything out of his domain without taking trumas and maestros, and therefore, I don't have to take them. But if I buy produce of an amoret, we are a little, little worried that maybe he hasn't taken all of them. Trumas, yes, he will have taken, because trumas, he understands it's something, or he at least uses it as something much more much more serious, because if somebody has Turumah, non can eat Turumah, it's high visa for that, so he would have made sure to take Turumah. But as for the others, he says, no, I don't really have to take them, they're not as serious, and therefore, we're worried maybe he hasn't taken them. Now, as, as I mentioned, Robot says, and the Seth Shabbos comes elsewhere as well, Robot says, the Maisa, most Amarami or its master in Hay. The majority of Amarami, they do take Maisa. So it's a Chashash. It's not a Roy, it's not a 50-50, but it's a Chashash. And therefore, the Alokha is demai, called demai because domai. What is the face of this? The Alokha is that you have to take the Trumas and Maitras, or the, as well as say Trumas, Maitras and downwards, Maitras and Trumas, Maitras, etc., etc. But you do it without a broth, obviously. It's a Chiyos Dirabon. Now, there are certain types of uh, fruits and these sort of things where, because they're so cheap and not so brilliant quality, even an Amor Ored would, you can assume, would have taken it. Because remember, the, the reason why the Amoris doesn't take them is because he's got a yet to horror. And he says, if I take Maestros, I'm going to lose 10%, I'm going to lose, I can't afford that. But if it's the red things which are, which are lesser quality, he's quite prepared to take it. You can assume he would have taken it. And the mission of the first mission in the Mai lists out these, what they call Hakkalin Shebit Mai. Things which are very light, they're very, uh, not, not very valuable, and therefore, these you don't have to worry about, and you can assume that Shemit Maestros have been taken. And that's what we learn here. This now we do learn from the Mishnah. Hakanin Shabit Mai. The following things which are called the Kanin Shabit Mai. And it goes and lists eight things, which we'll translate in a minute in the, <coughs> in the Gemara. And they are Hashitin, Vahorimin, Vaho Uzrodin, Vanoishuah, Ubanoishikmah, Vagufnin, Vanitzpah, Vanoiblos Tamara. The last one is the one we want. All these things are called Kanin Shabit Mai, and you don't have to worry about taking Shabbat Samaisas. And the Gemara goes through and explains one by one. What are they? She said. So, It's a type of, obviously, not particularly good, uh, not particularly good quality uh, figs. Rimen, what are Rimen? These are kandi, apparently known as lotus. I think it's a date-like fruit. Also, apparently, not so, such, a, such a good quality fruit. Hot uzrodin, what are uzrodin? These are tulshi, they are sore battles. These are white sticks. Apparently also not so good. As we mentioned, the Shea, the Gong switches around. The first and fourth one, he says that the Shifin should be the white sticks. And uh, what we're talking about here, the Beneshua should be the Mintainim. Okay. Beneshikma, what are Beneshikma? Which seems to be stuff, uh, whatever figs, I think it is, that grow on a sycamore tree. Kufnim. Um, Gufnim is Shiloi Gufnim is the grapes which grow at the end of the season and ready when it's going into the winter it's the autumn and therefore they're not particularly they don't ripen properly they're not particularly good grapes Nitzvah number 7 was the Nitzvah what's that? Parachal that is the Parachal which, uh, which I believe is the Kepa and finally we come to the no, um, the Noblest tomorrow what are the Noblest tomorrow? 
not some noblest this time, now it's the day. We said noblest sun, everyone agrees this day is the date which should be burnt by the sun. But this is noblest tomorrow. Why is it, what, what's the extra tomorrow telling us? So Rabbi Elohim, Rabbi Zeyro, here we have the Machlix, Rabbi Elohim, Rabbi Zeyro. Chabon the one says, Bushley Chabon. Even as the extra word tomorrow, it doesn't really make any difference, it's still referring to the date which should be burnt by the sun. The Chabon the other one says, no, Tamre de Zika. When it adds extra tomorrow, that's to tell you we're talking about something else. We're talking about things which should be blown off the tree. So it says the Gemara, Bishlam and the Mandom of Bushli Kamra, it's fine according to the one who says that we're referring to things which should be burnt and dried out by the sun. Haile Victoria, Kalin Shabit Mai, that's why it talks about the Kalin Shabit Mai, because they are already that bit more, more sort of not good quality. So there we say, Sveik on the Potter. Since it's already, it's a stopic when it has Shumas and Maiz is taken from them, you find it from an Amor Ored, it's a stopic and an optically good quality, you can assume that they have had Shumas and Maiz taken, and therefore they are potter, you don't have to take Shumas and Maiz. Hobazot, in fact, if I know for a fact that Shumas and Maiz have not been taken, Chayot, they are higher than Shumas and Maiz, which makes sense. Just because they're not particularly good, uh, good quality, doesn't mean they're, pot- doesn't mean they're not, they're not higher than Shumas and Maiz. Just because they've been burnt by the sun, doesn't mean they're not high in Shumas Amaitus. It's only if I'm buying them from an Amaoret, so it, it was originally a topic because an Amaoret you don't have been taken. You can assume in this case they've been taken. But if I know they haven't been taken, of course I've got to take Shumas Amaitus. That makes perfect sense. But according to the one who says, this Tamrei Zizika refers to things which have been blown off the tree. So you're saying they're possible because I've got them from an Amaoret. And therefore it's a topic and you can see it's taken. Vardon, Chayot. Implying that if I know for a fact Shumas Amaitis have not been taken from these things which are lying on the ground, I'm obligated to take Shumas Amaitis. Hefkeir are they do? They're Hefka. The owners are not interested in them. They're going off the tree. He seems they're going to get trampled upon. People will steal them. They come on and bother them. The other discuss is this. He makes them Hefka. And we have a rule that anything which is Hefka, since an Oni, a lady, and all these people who get the Shumas Amaitis, or not the Shumas, but they have an equal, occurring as well, in fact, he's got an equal right on the Hefka. These things, there's no here to take Shumas Amaitis from. So why would he be subject to Shumas Amaitis? So after the Gemara, what are we dealing with here? Sha'asan Goyim. Where whoever gathers these up, he gathers these uh, dates which have been blown off the tree, he might make it into a nice big pile. Literally a thrashing floor. So Omar Rabbi Yitzchol, Omar Rabbi Yitzchol, Meshim Rabbi Yitzchol, Yaakov, Haleket Vashikha Valteo, if an Oni, a poor man, who takes his leke, leke is his um, produce which has been dropped in the field, uh, which has to be left there for the Oni, Shikha is little bundles which are left behind, they were forgotten, when they gathered them all up, they left behind one or two, that's called Shikha, also going to be left for the Oni. Valteo is the bit of produce you have to leave at the end of the field for the Oni, so if the only takes his leket shechan peot, she'asan gerin, then he makes them into a nice big pile, literally into a threshing floor, hook for ulamaita. Midrabonon, now they are chayed in trumas amaitas. And the reason, as Rashi explains it, because somebody who sees this, he sees a nice big pile there, tell it to you, that's not leket shechan peot. Such, such a huge amount, can't be that leket shechan peot. And he says, well, this person's not taking trumas amaitas, he'll get the wrong end of the stick and he'll think, this person doesn't bother taking from us and Maybe he'll start doing the same. Or he'll assume that you're doing some isa. Therefore, once you make them into a big pile, where it looks like it's probably, it looks a little like you've taken it from your own land, because of, when it's my time, whatever you want to call it, 
you're obligated to take trouble to mitzvahs. And says the Gemara, it's so too over here. Yes, we are talking about dates which are blown off the tree. And you're right. They are hefka. So what happened was, somebody gathered them up, whether it was an oni, whether it was somebody else, and he made them into a nice big pile. Now, if the person who made them into a nice big pile is an Amor Oret, and I come and buy from him, so we say, look, I suppose we could really add in the whole theme of Trumas and to start with is there are bottom on these, because really they're Hefka. Number two, he's an Amor Oret, and it's a topic whether he takes Trumas and anyway. And number three, these are bad quality dates anyway, so therefore you, you're possible to taking Trumas and but if you know for a fact that Trumas and Maishas have not been taken, granted, yes, they are Hefka, but Mr. Abbot and Yomachui have to take the Trumas and Maishas because they've been made into a nice big pile. Ikad the Omri, others say, continuing on to the top of them, Allah Pomadalas, Vishlama the Manzo Omar Tamri Zika, it's fine according to the one who says that it's the date which should be blown off the tree, that makes perfect sense. Hain is the Homa Kalinan Noglos, Stoma. That's why here in our Mishnah in Brothos we call them Stamnoglis without any extra uh, description. The Hosam Kailah tomorrow. And over there in Demai it calls them Noglis tomorrow. It gives a little bit more, uh, it adds a little to the name. Because over here we're talking about, as we said, we're definitely talking about the dates which have been burned by the sun. And there in Demai we're talking about those which have been blown off the trees. They've got different names. El Ramanda on the Bushley Camera. But the one who says also that, that uh, even in Zemai is talking about those which should be burnt by the sun, so it's the same as the case in Brothers, so this is the Izzy Noblis tomorrow, let it teach either in both cases, the Mishnah Brothers and in Zemai call them Noblis tomorrow, or Izzy Bidi Noblis tomorrow, or teach both of them as Noblis tomorrow. Just start Noblis with no, no uh, additional um, description. Why does it change if they're the same thing? This is a lot of Kasha. Which we said, Kasha means it's answerable, but either we're not so satisfied with the answer, or for whatever reason we're not going to tell you the answer, it's answerable nonetheless. So the kids, what we've come out with at the end of this is, that Noblos in our Mishnah are talking about Noblos which have been, the things which have been dried out and burnt by the sun, so therefore the Tanakhama says, ooh, they're not so, not so amazing anymore, therefore they're reduced to a shahafel. Like anything else which was, did have a better brothel before that, um, like bread, we came to moldy, still edible, so it's reduced to a shahafel. So it's the same idea. Now the other says, no, it's already a mink kalala. You don't make any broth on it at all. That everyone agrees with. The Mahalakas is, with the, with the, um, the Mishnah in the mind, is that talking about, it's talking about Nobis tomorrow, is that the same thing? Also, things which have been burnt by the sun? Or are we actually talking about those which have been blown off the tree there? Um, a different, different sort of, uh, nobis. Says the Gemara now, We said in our Mishnah that if a person has in front of him um, various types of fruit. So Rabbi Yudha says, if you've got amongst them, you've got a, one of the members of the Shiva Saminim, that takes precedence and that's the one you're going to make the Ho'et on. Whereas the Chachonim says, no, whatever one you want. Whatever one you want. So, which Lamaisa means, by the way, which, what that means when the Mishnah refers to we say that means the Chobit, the one which you like better. But just a, a word of introduction, what is the definition of Chobit? We obviously we know, we know what the Shema Saminim are, but what is the, what does Chobit mean? What does it mean, I like it better generally, or it's what I want first now? So we said the majority of Rishonim, the vast majority of Rishonim, um, learn that Chobit means the one which I like better. It's the one which I like better. Generally, in other words, my favourite fruit, that is what the Mishnah means when it refers to Chobib Ali Zemeyan However, the Rambam, 
The Raman calls it, he writes, I'll, he writes, his option is something like, um, on the one, Shiyitzel Lahaktim, the one which you want to have first, that you made the Brahma on first. Implying that the Rambam, as pointed out by the Beisirtis, or possibly in the Torah, I think it was the Beisirtis, is Madaik, that the Rambam, there are others maybe who learned like this, but the Rambam is absolutely clear, we suggest maybe in the Rashba like this, but the Rambam learns Kodim is not the one I like better. It's the one which I, right now, I want to eat first. Yes, right now I prefer to eat it first. Love that's the one I generally like better. So whenever we talk about Chobit now, we, are, we have a Makhlev, it's Rambam, and the other showing him what Chobit means. Halokha the Maita, Halokha is, like the majority of the Shaykhim. The Chobit means the one that you like better. So, for our purposes, generally we will refer to that as Chobit, but just to know that the Rambam refers to, learns it's about the one which I want to have now. With that, let's go into the Gemara. Omar Ula, says Ula, Machlokis, the whole Machlokis between Rabbi Yehud and the Rabbonon, the Shevet Chesed Shalit, is when the two fruits in front of me have the same brocha. They're both for eight. The Rabbi Yehud also means Sheva Odin. The Rabbi Yehud holds the Sheva Saminim takes precedence. The Rabbonon, sorry, the Rabbonon holds Min Chovit Odin. The one which I like better, the one which is Chovit to me, goes first. In other words, if I'm going to make one brocha for both them, one is going to exempt the other, that's where Rabbi Huda says, Shiva Saminim comes first. Shiva Saminim, the Torah gives it a certain chashivas. The way the Rashbal writes it, it's not, it's not right that the one that you like better, which is, Lamaita is less kosher, the way the Rashbal writes it, should exempt, should exempt the Shiva Saminim, which is a kosher, I think that's not right. It's a bizarre, and it, doesn't, it sh- shouldn't be like that. Whereas Rabban would say, we're not bothered, what difference? And therefore, the one you like better, that logically should always come first, and therefore that is the one you make ha'ed from. That's the shit of the Rabbana. The way the Rosh explained it was, that the Rabbana actually holds that the one you like better, that is more kosher. We disagree with you, Rabbi Yoda. A very slight difference we pointed out between the Rashba and the Rosh. The Rashba again learned, the way we understood that he's the Rashba, we didn't, I mean, there is a little more to it, but we're sort of just trying to keep it as simple as possible, the way we suggested the Dinah of Rashba that we saw together was that everyone agrees of Chashivas, Shivas Hamidim is more Chashivas. The Torah praises it. Of logic, which one should always come first, Chashivas should come first. Just Rabbi Yehuda says, you can't name the Brahma on the Chashivas and Pasa and exempt without the one which is more Chashivas. It's not right. Whereas the Rabbana say, we don't care. What difference? We're not worried about that. Name the Brahma on the Chashivas because that always comes first. Whereas the way the Rosh explains it is that they don't all agree which one's more Chashiv. Rabbi Yehuda says the one that the Torah praises, that's more Chashiv. The Rabbanon says, no, the one which I prefer, that gives it Chashivah, that makes that one more Chashiv. That's what they're arguing over. And based on that, we come to a very interesting continuation of the Gemara. Because the Gemara continues on, Avol B'Shein, but where their prophets are not the same, in other words, I've got one thing which is Ha'it, I've got my Olives, which are Ha'it, and I've got my radish, which is Ha'adama, but I like my radish better than the Olives. So here, the body the place of the body Everyone agrees that since you're not making one broth or both, so you're not passing, you're not exempting one with the other, so everyone agrees, number one, there's two Kiddush in this, the way we learnt it, uh, the way the Rabbi Yonah tells that Rashi, the Tosus, etc., etc., is that number one, you can't just make one broth or both. You can't say, well, I'll make Ha'adama, and remember, a tree, the fruit of the tree is covered by our dog. No, 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 no. 
That's only if you made a mistake and you had one fruit in front of you, you had an apple in front of you, you made hard dom on it, no but the other you'll come. But the chachila, to take your radish and make hard dom on that and try and cover the apple, that does not work. And we discussed, does that mean if I actually have specific kavona, I say, I want this broth on the, on the, on the potato, to, oh sorry, the radish, the broth on the radish to cover the olive, would that work or not? From the Rabbeinu Yonah we were medayim, most definitely yes. We didn't actually see a Rabbeinu Chaman, or possibly it suggests even more than that, but we didn't go into that. But we brought in a Mukha Yosef which suggests possibly not. Because the way we suggested that the Mukha Yosef was, that the only time it works is if I'm actually making the bracha on the apple. Because if the bracha, the Hadam, is actually in Chaman, apple, fine, it works. But if I'm making the bracha on the radish, and I walked through what we called greyra earlier, that it should be drawn, the apple should be drawn off the radish, that doesn't work. It doesn't work, because it's two different species and it doesn't work at all. So even if I had kavona for it to work, it wouldn't work. And we suggested in Rashi, maybe Rashi means like, like uh, the, we said there are many, you know, maybe he means, I would be more inclined to what we just said from the, the Loshan of Rashi, more to what we just said in the Nebuchadnezzar. But either way, the basic idea is, point number one is, you cannot make just so ha'azoma and exempt both. Number two is, there is an order, says Tosus in Rashi, and we will indict this from Rashi, that you have to do this. I.e., everyone agrees in this case that you make the broth on the Chorin and then the Shivasaninim. I mean, explain the reason for that is, based on what we've just said in the, in the Rashba, it's because again, even Rabbi Yehuda agrees that from the point of view of the order of broth, it makes more sense that Chorin should come first. The only reason he objects when they have the same bracha is because he says you can't have the less kosher one covering the more kosher one. Well, if you're going to make two separate brachas anyway, so you're not having one covering the other, so what are you, what, what's the only concern here? Which one comes first? He says, let the kosher go first. That's the way the Rosh follows it. The Rosh, Leshitato, says, no. Why should Rabbi Yoda agree to the Rabbon more than the Rabbon agree to Rabbi Yoda? Why? What was the Maslokas? Rabbi Yehuda, the Rosh Lerk, said that the Shiva Samirim is more Choshev. The Rabbi would say, no! The one I like better is more Choshev. So why should one sort of capitulate to the other more than the other way around? So Rabbi says the Rosh, what it means here is, Everyone agrees, make the bracha whichever one you want first, and then make the bracha on the other one. If you want the Shiva Samirim first, you can do so, even according to the Rabbi. If you want the... The one you generally like better, you want to have that first? Make a bracha on that one first, and then they come to Shabbat Samidim. Everyone agrees you can do that. There's no reason to say one moves over to the other Shabbat more than the other way around. Therefore, whichever one you want now first, the Rosh says you can have that first. That is the sort of the opening of the Gemara, and that's the most confusing part. That's where everything's been packed in. So let's just sum up what we've got here. We've got here, we've got Ulo is telling us that the Makhlechus is, between Rabbi Yehud and the Rabbonon is, when they have the same brachas, when they're both are eight. Then Rabbi Yehud says, Shirat Haminim, Rabbonon says, Chodim. When we go like the Rashbos, Pshat, when we go like the Roshis, Pshat, we're gonna, now we're just going to leave that out of the picture, let's get a summary. Rabbi Yehud says, Shirat Haminim is the one you make the Ha'it on, the Rabbonon say you make on the one you like better. But if their brachas are not the same, then everyone agrees you have to make two separate brachas, According to the majority of Rishonim, that means that everyone agrees you make on the Chobit, the one you like better. Even Rabbi Yehud will agree with that. According to the Rosh, it means whichever one you want to have right now, you can have better. Which, remember, 
without confusing us, you should remember that was the according to the Rambam, that is the definition of a chob, the one I want right now. But let's see the Rambam out of it, because the Rosh agrees that chob is normally normally means the one I like better. But he says in this case, the one you like better, Shabbat Samina, they're equal. Therefore, whichever one you want to eat first now, that's the one you make the broth on first, and then you make the broth on the other. That's the way the Rosh learns the Gemara. Okay. Uh, as, I, as I said, and I'll say it again, there are, there are other ways to learn this Gemara as well, but it's just, according to the Bahad, you have to learn it slightly differently, but it, it's, it'll get too confusing. So let's just, if anyone's interested in the way the Bahad learns, you can look at the Ritzvah, the Ritzvah learns like the Bahad will learn in this video of Gemara. But the uh, place just rejects the Bahad Pshat at this stage of the Gemara. Fine. Continues on the Gemara. Mate. So we ask a question we've learned in a writer. How you reform up to know the diet? If they walk in front of a person, he had a radish and an olive. So you make a bracha on the radish, you pray to Esau's And you cover the olive with that. Now that knocks out everything we've just said. Because number one, we've said very clearly, we started, we just said in the previous thing, when they're different brachas, before you even start, even start talking about the order, get one thing straight. You have to make two separate brachas. Before we even get to any order, which one comes first, we've already been knocked out. Because this writer says, no, just make a broth on the radish and that comes to olive. Well, that's not tough to fix. What do we do with that? So, answer the Gemara, what are we dealing with here? When the radish is the ikka. In other words, now if you look at Rashi, uh, we didn't do this Rashi inside, I just want to pick out this Rashi, because when we go on to the next one, if we have time, I want to show you something very interesting. Rashi says, Shayat Sunayin Ikka. Shebishviloi, it's, uh, it's about a third of the way down the page. Shebishviloi hitzchilo achilo. He started eating because of the radish. He wanted a radish. He ate a radish. Veroch al-zayit el lohopik churfoi shaltsunayin. And the only reason he ate the olive was because the radish is quite sharp. And uh, he wanted to take away some of that sharp taste of the radish. So abale zayit tofel. In which case the olive is really very, very substitute. Well, Tanana, we've learned from the Mishnah later on, the last Mishnah in the Perez, Koshil Ikar, the Imod's failure. Anything where you've got an Ikar, something which is the main thing, and with it you have a Tophel, you make a broth on the Ikar, and then you cover with that the, the Tophel, the substitute. And the case is there, the same sort of thing. The person is talking about that he has very, very, the Perez's skin, so a very, very sweet fruit. And as a result, he has to have something very salty to take away the sweetness, and then he has the bread to counteract that. The kids, he's only having the bread there to counteract a certain taste there. And we say over there, the kids is even on the bread, you don't have to make a separate broth on the bread, because you're only having it to take away, to counteract the, the, uh, the taste of the things you've had beforehand. Not much the same sort of thing as this. You've got the radish, I eat the radish, because the radish leaves a, a, quite a sharp taste there, so therefore I have the olive just to take away the taste. So in that case, and of the honey, you don't have to make a separate bracha on the on the olive. Fine, just remember that Rashi. Continues on the Gemara, and that's why we're saying you make one bracha and that passes both. Nothing to do with what we've been talking about. That's the laws of Ikhat Tata. Says the Gemara, Ihochi. If so, Eimot Seifa. Let's take a look at the Seifa. That Rashi continues on. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Rabbi Yehuda says no. Mavoyechalazayit. You first make a bracha on the olive. Shehazayit nemen shiva. Because the olive is one of the seven species. It's one of the seven uh, minim of Omeret Yisrael. So you have to make a separate, first make a broth on the side, and then you have to make a on the radish. 
Let's say Rabbi Yehuda hold this down. Does Rabbi Yehuda not hold of the Mishnah? Koshu Ikar the Imo Tefela, the Voyachan Ikar Pesis Tefela. Does he not hold of this Mishnah which we've got later on? That wherever you've got an Ikar, and you've got a Tofel with it, you make a Brokhan Ikar and part of the Tofel. If you're telling me that the reason why, he's, uh, the only reason he's having the olive is to, to counteract the taste of the olive, of the radish, sorry, so why should I have to make a broch on the, on the olive? It's tofel. The chitei, when if you're going to say, ha-chanami, did I say, you're right. True. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold the rules of ikan tofel. That's not true. Because for Tanya, surely we've learned in a brighter. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, Rabbi Yehuda says, in a mat-mat sanoin bo'azayis, that if the radish, because of the radish, that's why you're having the olive, then you make a broth on the radish and you accept the olive. That's Mamish, the rules of Ikan Tophel. And that's Rabbi Yehuda speaking. So, obviously, what we've been talking about previously is not where you're having the olive just to counteract the taste of the radish. And yet, the Tamil Kamal says, well, we definitely don't have everyone agreeing there, that's one thing for sure. Rabbi Yehuda says you make a broth on the, on the olive first and then you make a broth on the radish. The Tamil Kamal says, no, just make a broth on the radish and cover the olive with, uh, with that. We're definitely not all agreeing on this. What's going on over here? So answers the Gemara, the Olam really did say Ikar We stand by what we said. We're talking about a case where the radish was the Ikar. We stand by that. The Chipaligi Rabbi Yehuda were Abonon. And when do Rabbi Yehuda and Abonon argue? But not Akhariti Paligi. When they're arguing, they have to do something else entirely. The Chisure Matsura. And there's something lacking. There's a bit missing from this price. For Ami Katani, this is how you have to teach it. Holy Rafanam Sunan the Zayis. There was in front of him a radish and an olive. No body chalat snow, ufaita et azayis. So you make a broth on the radish and you cover the olive with that. But there's the Moran Amorim, now we've got to add in, when is that? That's Kashat Snow Ikar. When the radish is the Ikar. I'm only having the olive to carry out the taste, and then Amakanam, you just make a broth on the radish and that covers the olive. Aval Enam Sunan Ikar. But if the radish is not the ikar, if the radish is not the ikar, then as Ula said, everyone agrees you have to make two separate brothos. What order? So as we said, according to Moshashonim, you make on the one you prefer, and then you make a broth on the other one, according to the Rosh, whichever one you want. You want to make a broth on the Shilaf coming in first, that's the one you want first, do that. You want to make a one on, on, on the one which you generally like better, do that. Right? Okay. And then, so where do you want to come into this? That's where you've got two minutes, some two minutes, an olive and an apple. Where they've got the same broth and they're both olives. So the Tanakhama says, you make a broth on whichever one you like better. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you make a broth on the olive, because the olive is one of the seven, one of the seven minutes. Mamish like wood. Carries on the Gemara. Pelikhi bo Rabbi Ami bin Rabbi Yitzchak Nasa. The Mice said there was a Machlekes Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Yitzchak Nasa. Chazama one says exactly like Ulo. Machlekes Bishib Yitzchak Shabbos. The whole Machlekes between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda is where they've got the same brothel. The Rabbi Yehuda Salam in Shiva Odif. The Rabbi Yehuda holds that the Shiva coming in is better. It comes first. You make the Hoyts on that. But Rabbanon saw you and Rabbanon say, no, the one you like better, that comes first. That's the one you make the broth on. Abul Bashim, if they say in Shabbos, when their brachas are not the same, Dibri al-Kul, everyone agrees, Mubarak al-Zer, the Chosen Mubarak al-Zer. If you've got an olive and a radish, everyone agrees, you have to make two separate brachas, 
and according to the majority of Roshayim, as we said, that means you make a bracha on the one which you like better, even according to Rabbi Yehuda. The Chazal, but the other one says, no. Also, when they're not the same as Rosh so I've got my olive and my radish, they're still a Maslokas. Still a Maslokas. Rabbi Yehuda will say, make a broch on the olive. I don't care if you like the other one better, make a broch on the olive, and then make a broch on the radish. And the other one will say, no, make a broch on the radish, if you like the radish better, make a broch on the radish. And it could well be that the broch on the radish will cover the olive. Whether he argues that as well, whether that's included in what the Gemara means here, maybe yes, maybe not. But he's adamant that definitely the order of the brachas is definitely in a machalokah still. So he says the Gemara, Bishlam and Amad Omar Bishabir Chetan Shabbos, that's fine according to the one who says, like Ula, that the whole machalokah is when their brachas are the same, Shabbos, that fits fine. Bishabir Chetan Shabbos, machalokah is not Shabbos, that's fine. And in Amad Omar, but according to the one who says, Bishabir Chetan Shabbos, Kaliki, that when their brothers are not the same, that they argue, but my Kaliki, what do they argue about? Now, as Tosis explained that, we explained Rashi as well, what I mean to say is, look, I can understand the shit of the Rabbonon. The Rabbonon may well hold, they may well hold, that you can make a broth on, on, the, on the radish, and with that, cover the olive. Because what we said before, I mean, you can't do that, you can't do that, that's only Ullah told us that. Without Ullah, maybe, maybe that's not true. Make a broth on the radish and um, make a broth on the radish and fine. Maybe, maybe make a broth on the radish and cover the cover the olive. That could well be. But why would Rabbi Yehuda argue? Why would Rabbi Yehuda be insistent that the olive has to come first? Why? Even if Rabbi Yehuda would want to say that you can't make a broth on the olive, uh, sorry, on the radish, and cover with that the olive, even if he'd want to say that, but why would he be so insistent to say that, no, you have to make a broth on the olive first? Why? You're not going to cover any, if you make a broth on the olive, you're not going to cover the, you're not going to cover the, uh, the, the, the radish. You're not going to cover the radish. So why can't you let me make, make a broth on the radish first? Or maybe even without cover, uh, uh, sort of the, Cover both of them without brothel. We can minimize the number of brothels. But at least, but why, the definitely one question remains, why should the olive come first? I can understand when their brothels are the same, so then you say, wait, we can't have the left hosh of apple covering the olive. That I can understand. That I can understand. You're going to have to make one brothel anyway, so then we make it on the olive and cover the apple, because that's more hosh. That I can understand. But when their brothels are not the same anyway, See, if you make a broth on olive, you're not going to cover the, you're not going to cover the, 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 uh, the radish. So why would Rabbi Yehuda still maintain, what, what chashibas are you showing by letting the olive go first? It's not, it's not going to, it's not, uh, covering the radish, it's not showing any chashibas to, to the olive. So make a broth on the radish first. If you like that one better, make a broth on that first. At least make a broth on that one first. Maybe, maybe exempt both of them. Now that, as I said, is not so clear whether, whether that's intended in the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, you want to know what they argue about? Why does Rabbi Yehuda disagree? Omar Rabbi Yehuda argues because he says, you're saying, well, what Hashim is to be showing the olive by letting the olive go first? That's it, exactly that. By allowing the olive to have, first, have the first bracha, that in itself is the first of the Hashim. 
even though it's not covering anything else with it, 100%, but the very fact that it goes first is a sign of Khashivas, and therefore, he maintains that the olive has to go first, even if it means that you're going to have to make two brothers. As I said, if you were to make a brothel on the radish, it's not so clear whether that would cover the olive, maybe yes, maybe not, but he still maintains, olive must come first, because that shows Khashivas. Now, according to Agios and the Gemara, this is, as Rashi explains it, the Omar Rabbi Yosef. It's not a separate thing now. This is the Omar Rabbi Yosef. Because Rabbi Yosef is going to show you that when something goes first, that shows a certain sign of Hashim. So Omar Rabbi Yosef, because Rabbi Yosef says, the Yitzhak and Rabbi Yitzhak, some say it's Rabbi Yitzhak who says, Koran looks at the Potsuk there, looks at the Brosh. Whatever comes earlier in this Potsuk comes first to the Brosh. Shenevan says, Erez, Chitot, Usaino, Begefen, Usaino, Berinoin, a land of wheat, barley, grapes, figs, and pomegranates, Erez, Zeit, Shemen, Udvosh, a land of uh, olive oil and date honey. So he says, whatever comes early in that potluck, so if I've got my grapes and my pomegranates, the bracha has to be on the grapes, because the grapes come early in the potluck. So you see, just the, the, the very fact that, uh, that something comes earlier, sort of uh, putting something, if you want, uh, first, that shows a certain sign, sign of, uh, of Hashivas. Um, and Rashi learns that that is the Shitta of Rav Yehuda. The sign which comes earlier in the Potsuk, comes earlier, um, as we say, because this Potsuk is obviously talking about the Hashivas of Eretz Yisrael, so counting out the, the, uh, the, the fruit in, in, in order of their Hashivas, that's it. So, but uh, uh, I suppose, according to the Rabbonin, however, according to the Rabbonin, sorry, just give me one second here. Yeah. So the way Rashi explains things like this. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, you see, even when the brachas are the same, the pockets mounted on which one comes first. So culture game, when you've got one which is the Shinar Samin and one's not, Rabbi Yehuda will say, the different brachas, of course, the Shinar Samin must come first. You see, even just the order of horses, there's a certain hierarchy. So, culture came when that's the way Rashi explains it, whereas the Quintus are born, and the Quintus are born don't hold of that. Tosus is adamant, and the truth is, it, it makes, I would say it makes a lot of sense, but Tosus says, when the Gemara finishes, Omar of Yemiel Hashem, full stop. Full stop. Then says Rabbi Yehudah, so, so we're answering the question, you want to know why, why does Rabbi Yehudah disagree? The answer is Rabbi Yehudah would disagree, because he holds that the, the olive has to come before the radish, because the very fact that you put the bracha on the, on the olive first, that shows, uh, shows the certain hashivas, that's it, full stop. Then Rabbi Yehudah says, also going to Rabbah, where now I've got two fruits, both from the Shiva Hamidim, I don't prefer one more than the other, some, I've just got two fruits in the Shabbat Hamidim. Which one comes first? Which one do I make the broth on? Whichever one comes early in the pottery. That's the way Tosus explains this Gemara. So says the Gemara, that's where we're holding now. Upligo de Rabbi Chana. That interpretation of the pottery, that the pottery is, is telling us the Shabbat Hamidim is and therefore whichever one comes early in the pottery is more Choshev, that argues on Rabbi Chana. So on Rabbi Chana, because Rabbi Chana says the pottery is not coming to the Hashivah Hamidim is the whole pasuk is there to tell us shiurim, the amounts for various things. Chetor, let's go one by one. Wheat. This now we're going to be learning in the Mishnah. Hanechanas levei tamanuga. Somebody goes into the house which has been committed with Torah. So we know if a person goes into such a house, he becomes tamid straight away. 
any object which he's carrying with him, that he's carrying his, uh, he's carrying rings with him, he's carrying his shoes in his hand, he's carrying a jacket in his hand, that also becomes solid straight away. But anything which he's wearing, i.e. clothes, rings on the fingers, clothes which he's wearing as he should be, these things we learn that it's for the The clothes only become tome if you wait in there enough time to eat. And what do I have to eat? Uh, the amount of time to eat what? So we say that's what Chitah comes to tell us. Somebody goes into the house which is Mitzvah Mitzvah. The Kehla Barkasi, somebody's got, his, he's got his, uh, his clothes slung over his shoulder, the sandal of his other, it's on the other, and he's got his sandals and his rings, he's holding them in his hands, he's not wearing them, they're not left, they're not there, and they're in of clothes. Who may he can end up? So he and they become Tommy straight away. But, as we said, Hoyalomus Kehla, because he's wearing his clothes, the sandal of Barkasi, and his sandals are on his feet, the sandal of his clothes, and his rings are on his fingers. Who's Tommy me up? So he becomes Tommy straight away. The hate to him, and they remain Tommy, Archie Yisha, Bechdeachilas Peras. Unless he waits there enough time to eat half a loaf of a half a wheat loaf of bread, which is, the Bible says, it's four, or sorry, eight kazetim, if you were looking at it like that, six or eight kazetim, um, and it's got to be, as we said, paschit, and that's all the process depending on schitter. It's got to be bread made of wheat, but no paschit is not barley bread, because that takes longer to eat. Later, it's got to be that he would be eating it whilst leaning, which is also quicker. So Ochman Benistan and he eats it together with like a relish to give it more taste and enable him to eat it quicker. That's the wheat. Next. So Oira, what's the barley therefore? The start of it we learned to the Mishnah. Ebsen kis Oira, a bone, which is the size of a, of, of a, of a barley, barley grain, metame b'mago v'masa. Even though, in order to be metame v'oyel, it's what we call tamas oyel, you need a much, uh, many more bones than that, but if you've got even just one bone of a dead body, one bone, which is the size of a barley grain, if you touch it, or if you carry it without touching it, um, it makes you tommy. The aim of a tommy's oil, but as we said, it's not a tommy's oil until you've got much more than that. It's not last now. Gefen. What's gefen, therefore? That is, Kadeiraviyas, Yain, and Nozin. As we know, a Nozin is not allowed to have wine. But not only wine is he not allowed to have, he's also not allowed to have anything which comes from the vine, such as the pits of the grapes, the, the uh, peels, the branches, not allowed to eat these. Now, how much do you have to eat, let's say, the pips to be, uh, to be, to break the Nazirah, to be chayim? How much? So we say it's got to be the amount of a revere of wine. That's what Gethin is telling me. Because how do you measure it? You use displacement. I fill a big cup with, uh, with wine, and I drop my pips in and my, my, my skin, whatever I'm eating, and when that displaces a revere of wine, the, the amount which is in there, or pits, and all these things, that's the equivalent of a revere. Now, wine, you need, uh, you need more pits and things to displace a revere of wine than you need of when it comes to water. Because water will spill over much quicker than wine. So with water, the minute you put in the first pit, it will start spilling over. With wine, it won't start spilling over with, let's say, one pit. If they only put two or three pits, then it starts spilling over. So therefore, wine, a revere of wine, is more than a... Uh, in other words, if in solids, a revere, the amount of solids equivalent to a revere of wine is more than the amount of solids the equivalent to a revere of water. That's for a nozzle. Te'ena, then what's the thing? The potter refers to te'ena. Kigrogeret loitzah shabbos. That's when it comes to carrying on shabbos. If a person carries from one domain to another, or for one of the shabbos, how much does he have to carry in order to be chayat? The answer is we say with any food, which can be 
most foods, basically, uh, the, the, these human foods, uh, if you carry them, the amount of a dry fig, a person's chayim. Rimon, what's the pomegranate there for? Kedisnamadu v'lantin a mishnah, kol kele vale botin, then all um, receptacles which uh, belong to, I said this point, I was talking about wooden ones, which uh, belong to a balabayit, top of memalat on the base, shiurom kerimoyim, when do they lose their shame kli, then they're, they're no longer tonic? That is, or they're no longer the to them, is when they get a hole in them the size of a pomegranate. And we explain that this, because if you've got a kli which gets a, little, gets a hole in it, so if it's just got a tiny little hole the size of, let's say, peas, so you'll say, okay, no, I can't use this for peas anymore, so now I'll use it for my olives. When it gets the hole gets bigger and it becomes the size of olives, so you say, okay, I'll now use it for nuts. When, it gets, uh, when the hole gets even bigger and it becomes big enough for the nuts to fall through, so fine, I'll use it for pomegranates. But once the hole gets so big that it's even now the pomegranates will fall through, then you say it's no longer usable and you get rid of the key. It's no longer going to change clear, therefore it's not the carbon tumor. But it's dark about it, as, uh, uh, um, as Rashi points out, because if you're a shop, if you're a guy who sells these, these cleaners, the minute it gets any sort of hole in it, you can't really sell it anymore, and therefore it's no longer called the clear, and you get rid of it. That's the river. Eretz Zeshemen, then the Potter says, a land of, um, of uh, olive oil. Omar Rabbi Yezi, says Rabbi Yezi, Rabbi Hanino, Eretz Shekol Shiurehah Kazetim, it's a land where all its shiurim are the size of an olive. Ask the Gemara Kol Shiurehah Kazetim, you think it means all shiurim? For Ego Hamastam Oro, what about the ones we just said? What about Tumah of a bone, that was the size of a body? What about the guy going into the house of the Torah? Which is being smitten with the Torah. That was the size of the chitor, the, the, the loaf there. And the carrying is the grogera. The tumor is the river. It's what you mean, all its shiurim. El rather shiurim shiurim al-kazetim. The majority of its shiurim al-kazetim. Think about any asurim. If a person eats chayla, if he drinks blood, if he, uh, if he eats pickle, if he eats chazir, all these things. How much do you have to eat to be chayla chatos? A kazayim. So the majority of shiurim al-kazetim. And finally we have zavosh, the honey, what's that for? The honey refers to honey of dates. And on your kippah, for a person to be high to eating on your kippah, how much do you have to eat? The size of a large date. The serpent is a special species, species as, I, as I mentioned. They've actually, as I said recently, they've, they've finally succeeded in growing one. It's taken many, many years, 10 years it took, because they, have to, they found a, a sapling, they got a grafting, whatever it was, from a the place in, in one of the Arab countries where, where they reckon they still have it, and they've measured it, and it's much comes out, it fits with, 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 uh, with the shiurim. They're planning eventually to grow it on, on, on a bigger scale, but that's the Kapitela Kagasa. Fine. So what do you see out of what you see from this, Rav Hanan saying, that the problem here is for, it's coming for the shiurim. It's not coming to tell you the Shavach of Eretz Yisrael, and it's not coming for the Shavach of Eretz Yisrael, so the order is important, not telling us the Shavach or the fruits, which one's more important than the other. The Edoch, the other one will reply back to that, Rabbi Yitzchik would reply back to that, he'd say no. Hani shiur on the head of Mikasidim. On the shiur itself, by explicitly the possum. If this possum is coming to tell us the shiurim, well, just by writing chitta, I expect it to know, oh, chitta is for the house of the, of the uh, Menugon. And he said, oh, that's probably for the, uh, if a person touches the bone. I mean, it's not written explicitly. Rather, all the shurim are medrabon. There's another guess that it should say, the shurim really are lost on the mission of Sinai. All we're doing is we're showing you that the possum is like a bit of an asmaqsa, whatever an asmaqsa is. Fine. But 
But the echo of the Apostle, the, the true Peshat, if you want, the simple Peshat, the Apostle remains. The Apostle is coming to praise Eretz Yitzchol, saying, look, it's got these seven species, and if it's singing the Shemach of Eretz Yitzchol, then obviously it's telling the order. Chitol is the most important. Seira, Nech, Gephan, Seino, Raven, Eretz, etc. It's giving you the order. And therefore, says Rabbi Yitzchol, if you've got two fruits in front of you, let's say, my grapes, and my pomegranates, grapes come early in the Apostle, you make the whole on the on the grapes, and you cover the pomegranates with that. That is what, that is what, um, Rashi, uh, that's, that, sorry, that's what Rabbi Yehudi says. Okay, now, as we said, according to Rashi, that is all in Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbana may not agree with that, but Tosha says it's got nothing to do with Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbana. Yes, if I like it, but let's say I like my pomegranate more than my grapes, then true, the Rabbana would say, as we said earlier, that the pomegranate come before the grapes, 100%. But if I don't like one more than the other, then even, even the Rabbonin agree that the grapes will come before the pomegranates. And therefore, this rabbiated is nothing to do with what we've been talking about before. Okay? But uh, that's the Fetosis and the Rashi. What we're saying is, no, it's showing you from here, according to Rabbi Huda, you see that, that even, even if you've got two of the Shinasam in it, we are mustard on which one comes first in the Pondok, and therefore we're mustard, which one's to make the Brahman. And that's where they're both Shinasam in it. To Kolshakim, if I've got something which is Shinar Saninim and one which is not Shinar Saninim, Kolshakim, I'm going to be mustard that you make, you, that the Shinar Saninim comes first. Whether the brokers are the same, whether they're both right, I've got my olive and my apple, one's the Shinar Saninim, or whether one is hard job and one's right. I don't care what the case is, Kolshakim, if already when they're both Shinar Saninim, I'm mustard on the order, then Kolshakim, when they're One's not Shinas Aminim, whether they have the same Rachas, whether they don't have the same Rachas, by putting the Shinas Aminim first, that shows Hashimus. That's it. That shows Hashimus, and therefore, even though the Shinas Aminim is not going to cover, the Brach of the Shinas Aminim is not going to cover the Radish, it doesn't matter. Rabbi Yehuda, according to the second Shinas in the Gemara, maintains Shinas Aminim comes first. According to Ula, and the first Shinas in the Gemara, however, even Rabbi Yehuda will agree that the Chobu comes first. Remember that, because we'll come to that off in a second time we pass in the Allah, the Rabbi Hunda agrees. Or more or less. According to our Allah. Says the Gemara, Rav Chifta and Rav Amnun. We have here Rav Chifta and Rav Amnun, and we also see the Su'udah. They were sitting in a Su'udah. I saw the Kamayu with Tamri Berimayim. They brought in front of them dates and pomegranates. So, pomegranates come early in the pot, don't they? Dates are the last thing, Zavash. Rimayim is number five. Shaka Rav Amnunah, so Rav Amnunah took, and bore it on some liberation, and he made the bracha on the dates first. So Amnunah, Rav Chisra, Rav Chisra said to him, Don't see your name, you don't hold the honor of Rav Yitzchak, that which Rav Yitzchak said, beat him and release from something Rav Yitzchak. Come on, look at the pot, he said, I him the bracha. Then whatever comes earlier in the pot, comes earlier for the bracha. So Amnunah, he said to him, in other words, and therefore, Rimei comes number five, Devash comes number seven. Why are you making a bracha on the dates first? So Amnunah, he said to him, why does the prophet split it up? It says, Eretz Chisos, Eretz Chisos, Eretz Chisos, Eretz Chisos, Eretz Chisos, Why is there an extra word Eretz there? Because, the, or, it's not only the order, not, it's not only an order of, of all seven here. What you do is you first look at which one is closest to the word Eretz. Rimmel is number five to the word Eretz. And the Tomorrow are number two. Eretz Chisos, that's number one, Udvash, number two. And we have the rule, whichever one comes nearest to the word Eretz, that one comes first. So Amalasi says to him, Oh, man, you're alone, not the father of the law. If only somebody would give us 
I am speaking to Menashe Milach because if a Shalmi Shuvah could run after you, that was what would we do without you? How would I know that Kashat in this in this teaching? And as Tosa says, that if both of them are equal, let's say I've got my Chitor uh, against Zaytis, so I've got Eretz Chitor is number one, and Eretz Zayt, Shemet, so both are number one, then the Chitor comes first, the wheat comes first. Now to clarify, <coughs> to clarify, how does this come out loud also? How does, how does this come out loud also? So, we said number one is like this. Let's just sum up. When the brokers are the same, when the brokers are the same, so, Rabbi Huda says, Shilas Hamidim comes first, the Rabbonon say, Chogim comes first, the majority Paskin, that, like, the majority Paskin, the Bahag and others, but the majority Shitta is, like Rabbi Huda, Shilas Hamidim comes first. The Raman says Chogim, but, although the Tal says you can do whatever you want, the way the Mishnaburah Paskin says, Lechat Chila, you make a bracha of the Shilas Hamidim first. That's when the brachas are the same. When the brachas are not the same, one is Shabbat Haminim, one is not Shabbat Haminim. I've got my olive and my radish, but I prefer my radish. So then, it's like this. The majority say, the majority of Rishonim say, the halacha is that Chobit comes first. Do you like the radish first? First make a broch on the radish, then make a broch on your olive. The Rosh says whichever one you want, and there are rather quotes various Rishonim who say that actually the Shabbat Haminim comes first. La halacha, however, Generally, I mean, at least a chatzilo, we go like the first shit, the majority shit, which is chobit. So now, for our purposes, if I've got two of the same bracha, generally speaking, unless there's other factors to take into it, as we've spoken about, uh, I think on Thursday, but uh, generally speaking, the same bracha, shivas haminim comes first, if they're different brachas, then the one you like better comes first. Because you're going to be making two separate brachas, therefore the one you like better comes first. When we talk about which one you like better, we mean the one you generally like better, not like the Rama. So therefore, in summary, I'm sort of going straight to the summary, it's like this. If you've got there something which is Hamotzi, Hamotzi always comes first. After Hamotzi comes Bodhimin in the zone. And that means, Bodhimin in the zone, at this stage we're not interested in which one you like better, about Shiva Saminim, it doesn't matter. Even if I've got something which is made of oats, and I've got my oldest. Oats come first. Because it's Mazonis, Mazonis comes first. Mazonis will always, it's again, Hamosi, then Mazonis. And within Mazonis you've got the order, wheat, then barley, then presumably spelt, and then the oats and the, and the rye. After that comes Hagoten. Again, Hagoten comes before anything else. Obviously, except the ones we just mentioned. On the wine is the next most important. Now, once I come after that, now I start my Shabbat Haminim work. Ah, so for the time being, let's just talk about the fruit. So then we've got our water. Depending on how close it is to the word Eretz. So I start with my Zeshemet, is the olive. Olives come first. Then I've got, tomorrow, I've got my dates. Just check that we do have this the right order. Yeah, olives and dates, because those are number one and two to the last Eretz. Then I go back to my first Eretz. I've got my number three to that Eret is grapes. Then the figs, which is number four to the word Eret, and then pomegranates, which is number five to the word Eret. After that, once I've dealt with my Shemach Haminim, so they're all hot eight set, 
They're all Shabbat Hominim, so I just do it in order of that, as we said. If I've got now, this is coming into the Shitta of the Bahad, but this is really before the Bahad, is if I've got, let's say, something which is Shahatul, I've got an egg, and I've got something which is Toyto Adam, but it's Shabbat Hominim and it's not Shabbat Hominim, irrelevant. Hoadama or Hoaiz will always come first before the Shahatul, even if you like the Shahatul better. And then last on the list is the process of like the abdominal things you smell. That comes after in food and drink, even if it's sharker. Fine. So far, we haven't talked about Chodim at all. That is the order, we don't care which one you like better. But, when it comes to Ho'it against Ho'adom, so now I've got my Ho'it against my Ho'adom, which one comes first? So, at this stage, we look at which one you like better. I've got Ho'it against Ho'adom, now, whether the Ho'it is Shiva Saminim and Ho'adom is not, like my olive and my radish. But I like radishes better, radish comes first. This is the way we pass them, not like the Baha'i. Whichever one you like better comes first. If they are equal on that, I don't like one more than the other. I like both of them. Well, I don't like either of them, but if they're equal on that, then we look at the Shiva Saminim. Is it Shiva Saminim or not? In other words, if one of them is Shiva Saminim, that, that, uh, that, uh, that wins the wins it. So therefore, if let's say I've got my olive and my radish, you like to both them equally, then we go to the olive. Olive, olive is Shabbat Hamidim, that comes first. But if neither of them is Shabbat Hamidim, I've got an apple and a radish, I don't like the apple more than the radish, don't like the radish more than the apple, neither of them are Shabbat Hamidim, then if everything else is equal, then we say, make the brachot, make the hot eight. Make the hot eight. This is, by the way, assuming, um, Well, okay, we, we, we won't complicate matters at this stage by, by bringing about Shalemus. Leave that out to me, we'll mention that in a second. But uh, that, that, that's with regard to Shalemus. Fine. So far, so good. Now, if they're both Shabbat Hamidim, so I don't like one more than the other, because remember, if I like one better, that always comes first. So if I've got here um, two Shabbat Hamidim, they're both Shabbat Hamidim this time. So I've got my, let's say, Chetor. Now, this Chetor is parched wheat. As opposed to parched barley, by the way, parched barley, you may even make shark anyway on it. So we're talking about parched wheat here. So I've got my parched wheat, which I would make hardom on. It's not the same. And I've got my um, olives, let's say. So, well, what do I do now? So, if I like one of them better, we've already said, if you like one better, make the broth on that one. If you like it better, you make the broth on that one. But if you don't like one more than the other, If you don't like one more than the other, then, they don't have one more than the other, they're both Shirat Aminim. So now we've got a little bit of a Maklok. According to the God, you can do whatever you want, we said, according to the Mogin Abram, if, if you don't like one more than the other, then we go back to the order of the Pasuk, and the Chitah comes first. Chitah comes first in the Pasuk, and therefore, that will, over, that, that will override the others. I'll just tell you one thing which, which actually occurred to me now, Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely fine. It's not what I was about to say. Fine. So that, so that is, um, that brings us to the end. I think we've covered more or less. We talked about shonim as well, which is, is if you've got, let's say, two things which are the same bracha, let's say an orange and an apple, and neither of them are shiva Because remember we said, if they're the same bracha, we pass in shiva comes first. So neither of them are shiva 
So before you start working out which one you like better, if one of them is sholing, one of them is complete, and the other one is not, you make a block on the complete one. If they're both equal in terms of complete and not complete, then you make the block on the one, um, on the one that you like better. We did speak about a, 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 a few cases, a, a few sort of, uh, I would say, abnormal, abnormal cases where you've got other factors which change that a lot slightly. You can take a look at the handout from uh, Thursday for, for more information on that. All this is on the handout, by the way, there. Um, and we spoke about what happens if you make a broth on something which is more koshuv, whether that, uh, if you make a broth, sorry, on something which is less koshuv, whether that covers the more koshuv or not. And we said basically it does not, unless you have it, actually have it in mind. That's the rule. So if let's say I've got there, I don't know, I've got, um, I've got uh, um, an apple and an olive, so I should be making a broth on the olive, because the olive is a shiva saminim, the apple is not. If I make the broth on the apple, and I did not have specifically in mind, even if it's on the table, I did not have specifically in mind to cover the olive, then it does not cover, it will not cover the, the, uh, the, the olive. And I would have to make a separate broth. The truth is, that case is not the best example to pick, because in that case, we do have the rubber. And the Rambam says, remember the Rambam the Paskin said, like the Rabbana, whichever one I like better. So if I wanted to actually eat the apple, uh, the apple first, then it would cover the olive. And therefore the Mishnah Paskin in that case, maybe is a good example to take to show the exception to the rule, that uh, in that case, despite the fact that you say, well, the olive is more koshut, so it can't be covered, he says, in this case, since you've got the Rambam, then we wouldn't make a new brothel. You wouldn't make a new brothel to cover the olive, because according to the Rambam, whichever one you like better, the one you want to have first, i.e. the apple, Actually, on the contrary, that should have been the one you make the bracha on first. And therefore, even though we don't have to like the Rambam, but the Diyabad will rely on the Rambam. As I said, for more information, this is just a, it's, it's, a, it's a little difficult to get into the time. Take a look at the sheets for, from, uh, from, from Thursday. There are a few other, I think we've covered the majority of the, of the Alasa there. Um, just before we go on, if we take a look at the, the Tosfus, the top Tosfus, I just want to point out something in this Tosfus. Tosa says, I see the Kamayu Tamri Birimoni. This story, they brought in front of them dates and pomegranates. So Tosa it wasn't coming to, coming to accompany the bread. They came because if so, Havaru Pas Ikar Then you'd have a situation where the Pas, the bread is the Ikar, and they are Tosa. Utsunami, we've learned the later on, the Borechal Ikar approaches Hatsfeli. You make a broth on the Ikar, and that covers the Tosa. So therefore, if you need to get together with the bread, the broth on the bread will cover it. Says the Pnei Yeshua, he says, it's very interesting that Tosa says that. Because, why are you bringing it from the Mishnah later on? There's no Raya from the Mishnah later on. Remember, the, this is why, why I pointed out the Rashi earlier. You see, and it will go a little further, you'll see what I, what I want from the Rashi in a second. But, later on, we're talking about a case where a person ate, he ate very sweet fruit and he had something very bitter, uh, salty, and then he had bread. He's not interested in the bread one iota. He's not, he's not interested in the bread. The only reason he's having the bread is to take away the taste. That's what the Mishnah is talking about when it says you make a broth on the ikka and it passes the tofu. Here, however, I'm having my, let's say, my dates. And I decide to put my dates on the bread. So you want to say, oh, the bread is the ikka and the dates are the tofu. That is true. I don't doubt that. But it's, you can't bring me around from the case in the, Gemara, the Mishnah later on, because here, I, I'm interested in the dates. It could be that the bread is more choshul, and it's the ikka, may well be. But I'm interested in the dates. I'm not in the dates just to take away a taste. I like dates. I want the dates. Therefore, who says, don't bring me around from the Mishnah later on. You'll see why I say this in a second. 
So we continue on in the Gemara. Itma, we'll just go a little further and then we'll stop. Itma, it's been said. They brought in front of them figs and grapes inside. It was in the middle of the soda. So Omar Al-Punah, Al-Punah says, You need to make a bracha beforehand, and you don't make a bracha afterwards. You make a ha'it from them, but you don't break up some ultimate karma the after bracha. The king of Al-Punah says, Al-Punah says, We need to make a bracha beforehand, and you don't make a bracha afterwards. Whereas for Ashisha, someone Ashisha says no. So in bracha, being ifneir, being achareir, we have to make a bracha on them, whether beforehand, whether afterwards. No, both you have to make. She'ein achadomo she'ton bracha lefonol ve'inton bracha lacharot. There's no such thing as something where you need to make a bracha on it beforehand, and you don't have to make the appropriate bracha afterwards. El apasav all the kisnim ovad, except the apasav all the kisnim which we said was a very sweet type of, of bread, of dough, which they would bring together with the, with, uh, with parched grain, which they would have normally after the meal. And Rashi learns therefore we're talking about after the meal. And therefore you make, you'll, you'll make a mazonis on, on this, on this, uh, type, bread type thing, whatever it's not actual bread. You make a mazonis on it, but you don't make an alamet on it. You make very nefoshis on it. That's what Rashi learns. So this is said, no, chastasholam, you make it, of course you make an alamet on it. Rather what it means is we're talking about during the meal. It's talking about during the meal, if uh, at the end of the meal they bring in this pasta of the kisnin, so you make an uh, you make a, you make a, even according to Rav Sheshev, he says, I agree in this case, you make a mazonis on it, and you don't have to make any bracha afterwards, obviously not alamechi or not, very deposit, it's exempted by the Berkis Hamilton. But everything else, fruit, if you bring it during the meal to Rav Sheshev, you make a bracha beforehand, and then you have to make a bracha afterwards. You have to make the alamechi or alamechi, whatever it is, afterwards. That's the way to explain it. As we say, Rashi lands outside the meal, fine. Let's just finish the Gemara, then we'll come back to Rashi, which I want to show you. Upligo the Rabbi Chiyah says the Gemara just argues on Rabbi Chiyah. So Omar Rabbi Chiyah, because Rabbi Chiyah says, Pastor says, Komine Marko, that bread exempts all types of food. Whether it's the Passover or the Kisnen, whether it's your fruit, you don't have to make a brocha beforehand or a brocha afterwards. In other words, and we clearly do not pass in like Rabbi Chiyah. We don't pass in like Rabbi Chiyah. Because, um, we don't say that. We say bread exempts a lot of things, but not everything. If you bring fruit to a meal, yes, you have to make a broth on it. The Yanyan Pesach Komine Mashkin. And so to wine, says Rabbi Chiyah, exempts all types of drinks. And as Tosu says, we're talking about outside of bread meal now, because if it's inside of bread meal, then surely the bread should exempt all drinks. So rather we're talking about outside of the meal, so it just says, well, once we've ruled out Rabbi Chiyah on, with regards to that offer the bread, he says bread exempts everything, so maybe with the wine as well, maybe we don't pass it like him either. Seemingly for the Rambam we said he doesn't seem to pass it like Rabbi Chiyah on this either. But we said the Maita, the Rosh, Rabbi Niyayna, a whole load, and the way we pass it is that wine does exempt. And the basic idea is, if you're having, uh, if you're having a cup of wine, if you're having a whole thing of, uh, like a soda of wine, it's modestly having lots of cups of wine, then your wine, the broth on the wine will cover anything which you have in mind. Anything which, any drinks which you have in mind when you made the broth it will cover it. If, I think I did forget to say one thing, and that was, let's say I didn't have it in mind when I, at the time when I made the broth so as long as the drinks are brought there before I finish the wine, um, or at least I know about them, some say, at least I know about them before I finish the wine, they'll still be covered. Okay? As we said, it's not so common that people have a proper uh, wine meal. Okay, that's if you have a proper wine meal. Even in that case, the chatzchil, they should be on the table when you, when, when you make the broth. The chatzchil. Fine. But if 
I'm just having one cup of wine. See, if I'm having a proper shear of wine, a low look of like the kiddush, I'm having a proper shear, then that will cover any drinks which are on the table at the time when I make the, the bird piag often. Um, if they were not on the table, but they ha- I had them in mind, if they were not on the table, but I had them in mind, then we said that some people, well, let me, again, I, I, I just want to make sure I get, I get it the right way around here. Give me one second. Oh, if they, if I'm just having one cup here, then um, they should really be on the table. Some say, even if they weren't on the table, I just had them in mind, that it's, it's still covered. So again, if I'm having a, a thick thing of wine, I'm having quite a few cups of wine, then it will cover any drinks, whether they're on the table, whether I have them in mind, or even if they're, they're brought to me, or I have them in mind, before I finish the wine. But if I'm just having one cup, like with Kiddush, then it will cover anything really which is on the table, and some say which I have in mind when I make the Boropiyah often. Fine. The Shiloh, as we said, comes for people who have a little bit of wine. They don't have a little bit of wine, they only have a little bit. So there the Mishabura says, obviously if you don't have any wine, then you have to make a certain broth on your drinks. If you did uh, not have um, um, a little bit of wine, but you had a little bit like a lot of people have, they have a little, just a taste from the, from the Kiddush uh, wine, so then, um, the Da'at HaChaim seems to learn that that's good enough and it covers you for your, all your drinks. And the Bi'ar Lomba leaves it sort of here. And therefore he says, in such a case, get somebody else who hasn't had some wine to cover you for your charcoal and your drinks, or find some food to make charcoal on and have in mind to cover your drinks. That's with regard to this mushroom. As I said, I just want to take you back to one Rashi. Rashi says, we go to the Bar Hospital, he viewed this name to the Sayyid it's about uh, a third of the way down. So they brought in front of them these figs and the dates, and the, sorry, the grapes in the middle of the soda. The loyle lape tapas is not coming to accompany the bread. The imkane, if it was, hadunu tabela. It would be tofel. The ain chayle badoma, no one would argue, shayn ton brocha, lele fonav, lele akharov, no one would argue and even suggest that it needs a brocha before or afterwards, elele fonin. Rather, we talk about sometimes Shabbat Amatik is up here, and they just bring fruit to sweeten up the mouth for Serkhas or the Papyrus. But Kitzo, he said, if the, if the fruit was coming to be Malapi to the bread, no one would even suggest that you have to make, you have to make a separate broth on that. Why doesn't Rashi say, as we've learned from the Mishnah later on, on Daphne Dalit, that As he quoted, he quoted the Mishnah on Daphne Dalit from the Dalit, so why doesn't he quote it on the Dalit from the date? The answer is, like the Pnei Yeshua said. The Pnei Yeshua says that he doesn't point out that Omeimala from the Dalit Rashi does bring it, but it fits beautifully what the Pnei Yeshua says. Because, again, over here we're talking about, we're uninterested in the dates. Just, they're being Malapi surpassed, or the grapes, whatever we're talking about. I'm interested in it. So it's not, you can't bring me a Raya from the Mishnah later on and Dalit. It's not the same case. Over there we're talking about, well, the only reason I'm having the bread is to remove the taste. I'm not interested in the bread at all. So yes, true, the bread is therefore covered by, by, by the other, by the, uh, the broth on the other things. But over here, I'm interested in the grapes. So who says the broth on the bread covers it? I can't bring a rice to the Mishnah later on. Mash Enkin on Daf and other from the he was talking about exactly the same case. You have a radish, you have a sharp taste in your mouth, so you have, you have an olive. I'm not interested in the olive. The only reason I'm having the olive is to remove the sharp taste. That's not much the same as the case later on. And that's why when Alephom and Aleph, he does mention the Mishnah, when Alephom and Beit, he does not mention the Mishnah. As for Tosus, 
Why does Tosus mention it even on their Malaf on the day? It's actually the previous case, but the same idea, where during the meal they were given the dates and the pomegranates, and Tosus says, yes, as we've learned later on, and the Yeshua says it's not similar. I have a sneaky feeling that the answer may well lie in what I ended off this year on, just earlier today on, uh, Shabbos on Friday, we ended off with. And that is, we have to ask ourselves, when bread exempts everything else, you make a bracha anoiti that covers everything in the meal, is that just normal rules of Ikka and Tophel, or is it different? As we've already seen, we we're, not, we're not covering this in the Chazora session, because we'll do it better for next week, Rashi Shitta seems to be from the coming Gemara, which we just made a little bit of a start on earlier today, Rashi Shitta seems to be that bread is normal Ikka and Tophel. It's no different to anything else. The way it works is anything you eat together with the bread, the bread is ikar, the thing you have with it is tafel, and therefore it covers it. And therefore, enachanami, you can't prove anything for the Mishnah later on. Because the Mishnah later on, as we said, there, the bread was what we, we what some call absolute tafel. I wasn't interested in the bread at all, I'm only having it to remove the taste. Here, I'm having the grapes with the bread, I am interested in the grapes, just that tafel, fine, so you can't prove it for the Mishnah later on, even though the din is true, that it is considered tafel, and the broth on the bread was covered. But the shitta of Tosis is not like that. As, as Sashem will see next week in greater detail, but the shitta of Tosis is that bread works differently to normal Ikan Tofel. Normally you're right. If I make a bracha on a, I don't know, I make a bracha on some cake, and then I have some meat, you're not going to say, oh, well, the Zonos, oh, that covers the meat. It's not true. If you have the meat on the, on, together with your Zonos on one piece, then yes, the Zonos may well cover the meat. Could well be. Maybe. We've got what to talk about. But when they're separate, there's no reason to say that. The shit of Tosis is going to be that if I have my bread and I have my meat, even though I'm not eating the meat with the bread, and the meat is chosham in its own right, you still don't have to make a brothel. What we're getting a little bit of a feeling is, we have to try see if we can work out exactly how it works, but bread obviously is like a super echo. And therefore, Maybe there's something to start thinking about here. That's why Tosin says we can compare it to the case later on. You're right. Over there, the bread was an absolute topper. I wasn't interested in having the bread at all. But what was I having it together with? With fruit. Fruit is not a super ikka. So I've got a normal ikka with an absolute topper. Here, where I am interested in the fruit, so the fruit is topper, but it's not an absolute topper, but the bread is a super ikka. So in terms of the gap between the Ikka and the Tophel, the gap is much the same. And therefore they are very comparable. That is what I'm thinking about. Rashi doesn't know about that. That's clear. Rashi doesn't hold what I'm saying now. But it totally seems to hold that bread is like a super Ikka. And therefore it's far higher than anything else. Even if I'm not having the thing with it, I'm not having the meat with the bread, automatically the broth of the bread covers anything which is a meal-type food, is covered by the bread. The bread is a super ikka. And therefore, even though I'm perfectly interested in the dates, I'm perfectly interested in the dates, um, it will be covered by the... By the uh, and Ben Sashem, I'll show you next week, when we go through the city, we'll, Ben Sashem, maybe we'll go with this again on Sunday, uh, try and explain it a little better. When we see, you'll see how this fits, I think, fits beautifully into the, into the whole shit of Tosus, you'll see this idea that Tosus holds that that mission later on would be the equivalent, that mission would be the equivalent of having your dates together with the bread. That would be the equivalent. Then, Hashem, we'll speak more about this next week. Have a very good vlog.